Welcome to Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 90, recorded on June 28th, 2022. Today, we'll be discussing our thoughts on the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase that was uploaded this morning. My name's Dakota, and today I'm joined by Nathan. Hello. Okay, so just as a bit of a recap, uh, first things first, uh, I guess I'm kind of infamous for making predictions in a sense, but usually it's the bad predictions that come true. Um... And my first prediction was that the direct was not going to happen. And unfortunately, or should I say fortunately, I was wrong. There was actually a direct. And it was one day earlier than what was rumored. And then I went on to tweet out a list of predictions for um, this upcoming direct after seeing it. And I think I got half of them right. Uh, well, more of the more obvious, the, the obvious ones were right, but... Uh, uh, it wasn't really overly, you know, like hopeful, like high expectations, uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, and my list of predictions was Persona 3, 4, 5, Bayonetta 3, Mario Plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, and uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes DLC. And I just did it as a bonus, but I was expecting maybe Genshin Impact or the heavily rumored Batman, Batman Arkham collection. And obviously something Square Enix related because. Why wouldn't there be? And obviously, when this was announced, um, I have I wasn't really frothing at the mouth for a direct yeah. general, but yeah. when they announced this, I was like, ah, man, because <laughs> I yeah. do sometimes like to see the stuff from first party. I'd prefer it, uh, honestly. Yeah. And I don't really want to go back to the times of the pandemic where we were only getting partner showcases for like oh my gosh. every month. Yeah, like game specific directs and partner showcases, absolutely nothing first party until like August and September. And those were shadow dropped. With they weren't even that long anyway. Yeah, they were like they're they're really fun celebrations, but like, you know, it's it's uh it's not fun having uh being pinged in like ten times in the morning about a trailer <laughs> that you wanna see for yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Out of the multiple games that they kind of showed off in the mm-hmm. direct 25 minutes about, uh, yeah. we've chosen a few here to discuss. Yeah. Most of the other games were just like, okay, I guess I guess this exists, but you know, they're not really remotely interesting in a sense. Well, we could uh, probably start it off with, uh, I guess, Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, the sequel to Kingdom Battle. Um, so this was one of the first major games they showcased. It wasn't at the very start, um, but like it was like definitely in the earlier half. Uh, they revealed the release date, which was leaked like literally the night before. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was on Ubisoft's website that it got leaked, uh, and it's October twentieth, twenty twenty-two. Not really surprising at all, because nothing else is releasing there, and uh, they're they just showed pretty much the same gameplay that they had before. Um, like, they kind of just emphasize on the fact that it's no longer a grid system. And they explain a bit of the story, like how the Luma rabbit hybrid is called a spark, and how characters like Bowser is, is joining the good guys. Um, but more of the info is going to be in tomorrow's live stream at Ubisoft. Which is okay with me i'm i'm not like super hyped about this game the first game was good yeah i don't know i just have no connection to the game yeah i don't like it's it's interesting but like once you drop it you, you drop it like 
Yeah, a sequel is a bit unnecessary, and I don't think it'll make such a a big impact as the first game. Because the first game was like, okay, why is Mario uh, collaborating with rabbits? That is the worst idea ever, and then it ended up being a good thing. But now it's just a sequel, and they're just doing it again. It's a little weird. Like, what brought them to make a sequel? Like, honestly, I guess, sure, they wanted to do Mario Galaxy stuff, but, like, you can only go so far with that. Yeah. The next game that they, the next major game that we have on our list here was uh, Sonic Frontiers. Obviously, we've already seen gameplay of it, and people were a little skeptical of the game. Uh, be prepared to be more skeptical because a, I, I have a inkling that whatever was shown off in the directs, it was probably the Switch version of the game. And uh, let's just say. It's uh, pretty rough. <laughs> it's, it's very rough. <laughs> very rough. Like I guess, I guess you could say it's like a switch port standard of level of rough. But like, it's it's up there. It's up. There. It's not the worst, but also not the best. Yeah, the little details that kind of tell it off is uh, some. You can see some pop in on the mm. sides of the the cliffs. You can kind of see the textures popping in and out. Jagged um, textures, like the jagged edges too. Yeah, and some of the some of the texture on the floor. They, mm-hmm. You would usually have like foliage and and flowers on the floor. Yeah, but, and it, it, as the camera moved, they popped in. Yeah, um, <laughs> as well as on like the side of Sonic and some of the moving like NPCs almost mm-hmm. um, you can see kind of like the Pokemon effect where there's like the weird glitchy pixelated feel. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was like some common shortcut that a lot of games use on weaker hardware, which kind of puts into question. Like I was thinking throughout this entire presentation, they also showed off like other AAA games from other consoles. Yeah. Um, and I, I could definitely tell the difference between a switch version and an Xbox or PlayStation version. And there's that distinct look. Yeah, and I'm kind of concerned about how old the Switch is kind of getting before we're going to get something new. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess. Powerful. Yeah, it's not really as powerful as people, well, as we originally thought. But uh, hey, at least developers actually are giving it a try and, uh, you know, at least trying to put this game, like, like Sonic Frontiers on the Switch. Like, everyone thought that was going to be like some cloud game. But... Uh, Hey, at least at least it's something, and yeah. I think we've seen worse Switch ports out there. Oh yeah, Switch. definitely. <laughs> we'll definitely have to don't. see how good the game is in general once yeah. it comes out in the holiday. Mm-hmm. I still don't think I'm gonna buy it like I did with uh, Sonic Forces. Oh, but me I'll just either. Wait until it gets like really, really cheap, and then I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see if it changes the Sonic formula enough, but like, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like moved on from Sonic. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, I don't know if it was the producer, the director of the game, but he yeah. said that it's not an open world game. It's an open zone game. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Whatever that like, means. <laughs> I mean, that's not the first time I've heard the developers try to try to mix up their terminology. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's what actually, like an open zone game to me sounds like what uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus did, where it's yeah. an open world, but it's not a world. It's different zones that are open. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Like, what if it was that instead of, instead of uh, open world? I feel like that might be the case here. 
Yeah, but in none of this gameplay, we've seen any other area other than mountainous green. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of felt like generic Sonic. Like, I mean, like, it's just an open version of Green Hill Zone with, like, better, more realistic textures. But there's nothing really interesting. Like, we haven't seen anything else. Speaking of open world that didn't look as great at launch. Oh, no oh, oh. <laughs> Oh no, No Man's Sky. Finally getting a release date on the Switch. I'm surprised, honestly, that it can run on the Switch. Not yeah. that it has like the most graphic-heavy look to it, yeah. but it's still pretty heavy, I assume. Especially for an old... Well, I guess most open-world games are like that at this point. Yeah, I, never, I don't have any experience with No Man's Sky, but it's still a Me cool neither. edition. I assume people are going to want to play it. Yeah, this was like pretty hyped up for some reason. I guess people really wanted it on the Switch, and you know, uh, I personally don't have experience with this either. I'm just kind of put it up here as some sort of highlight because I feel like this is some hyped up game. And speaking of hyped up games, <laughs> yeah, Portal. Uh, I mean, Portal games are great, but like. They, they just games a, are amazing, but it's weird yeah. to put a companion collection with only two games. <laughs> yeah, make a third game. They, yeah, they, they'll never do that. They'll never make a third game, so they just keep re-releasing the same game over and over again. Well, games over and over again. Uh, right. Yeah. Speaking of which, that was today. Uh, it's releasing today. It's released today. So. Yeah, I don't Not think I'm gonna I, buy it because <laughs> I have it on uh, Steam on my exactly. PC, and that's like, the best way to play it. Yeah, like, what difference is it going to make playing it on the go if you've already beaten it? <laughs> I mean, people will buy the same game over and over again. Nintendo has proven that for years, so... <laughs> uh, I think Bethesda's proven that for... for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, how many yep. times have you bought Skyrim? I bought once. it once. Once? Actually, no, I bought it twice. I bought it You're kidding! VR. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough. At least, at <laughs> least you have a. That's uh, that's valid. That's a valid purchase. But um, yeah. And how many times have you bought Mario? Like uh, the original Mario. The original Mario. Uh, too many discounts. I've probably gotten okay. Nintendo Switch Online. Technically, yeah. I got the NES Mini. Yeah. I have it on my 3DS. <laughs> I have the Game Boy version, like port yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. Does All Star? Does All Stars count? I don't have any All Stars unless that's like a Damn. double. It was on the well, way. I guess it's technically on the SNES. Oh yeah, I was on the SNES. Yeah. So I have like five versions. <laughs> five versions. I could probably spend the time counting lines, but I don't want to. Uh, I guess Smash Brawl technically counts. Kidding that. <laughs> well, there's something else that was announced that you can count up from three technically. Oh no, oh no, oh dear. Persona uh, 3, 4, and 5. <laughs> right, yeah. So I guess this was one the of the more this was like the more obvious one. Like everyone knew it. As soon as Xbox had it announced, everyone knew it was gonna come to Nintendo. Like 90%, there was a 90% chance it, it would have come. Yeah. Like, and uh they also brought the same versions they did from Xbox to Switch. So Persona 3 Portable, which was on PSP. Persona 4 Golden, which was on PS Vita and Steam, and then Persona 5 Royal, which is on PS4. Uh, not much to say, to be honest. Like, I mean, they kind of exist. Like, 
I guess now I can properly play Persona 5 Strikers by actually playing the first game instead. But yeah. everything, it's, uh, it's overdue. Everything, yeah, everything that we said, we kind of explained uh, two episodes ago when we discussed yeah. Game Fest. So exactly. not much two to say ep- here. Not much to say here. Uh, Kaiser's already ranted about Persona 3, so we don't have to go through it again. Yeah. Uh, no offense. Um, <laughs> But uh, I guess now people are going to start asking if Shin Megami Tensei is going to be on other consoles because Persona finally came onto Xbox and Switch. Yeah. Uh, I sure can't wait for that. We have a kind of all the other games that were announced here. Uh, some of them were like brand new announcements, which I didn't even expect. Like uh, I have a few mentioned like Super Bomberman R2. That's the first tweet that I saw when I woke up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really weird because they had the Persona, uh, sorry, not Persona, <laughs> Super <laughs> Bomberman R online. And they yeah. only had it for like six months until they shut it down. Yeah. Um, and that was, I think the shutdown was only like two months ago. So yeah. I find it really weird that they've still decided to make the second game. And I guess it was, yeah, that was so weird. Hey, that was, our, that was one of our first Switch games, by the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I guess. <laughs> and I mean, it was a, it's a good game. It's just, I can never get people to play it when I have people over. They just don't, don't really understand it. Um, and I don't think uh, anybody <laughs> will understand it anymore now that there's like, uh, there's like a 1v15 battle mode or something. And like a Super Bomberman maker. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's getting a little too inflated right there. So, yeah, I mean, if the price is good and then I get it on sale, that would be cool to complete for my collection. But mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to I'm not going to go out of my way to buy it. Yeah, that first game wasn't really too much of an excitement. So the second game probably won't be any better. Yeah. Um, the other one that was interesting was Pac-Man World Remake, which is, I think, Pac-Man World Repack. Which is kind of funny. Yes, a great, a great play on words there. I do kind of wish they did a a pack with uh, Pac-Man World One and Two, because mm-hmm. I believe Two is the one that I played when I was little on. Yeah. Game. So. Oh. Be kind of cool just to see in up yeah. graphics. Yeah, maybe they'll do it up down the line. Maybe I hope so. Like. Yeah. I think maybe I got two more. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. That's just yeah. interesting because Monkey yeah. Island was developed by whoever did. Um, I think it was Rare who did the Star Fox Adventures. Really? Right? Uh, or, oh yeah. Who did Star Fox Adventures? But the developers of Star Fox Adventures originally did Monkey Island, and that was oh, a that dude. Was a, yes. Point and click game. Yeah. So I'm not sure who's making Return to Monkey Island, but it's kind of interesting that they decided yep. to bring that one back. And it's good yep. that they advertise on a Nintendo platform. Yeah, uh, like that was it's it's uh I don't know how to word it, but it's it's interesting to see where developers go versus where their you know their former companies go. Like it's completely opposite directions at this point. Yeah. Um, last one is Minecraft Legends. They showed off more quote unquote gameplay and explained the story a bit more. I still don't know what the game is or how it plays. <laughs> I don't know either. Like, I don't even understand the genre because it's so niche. I think it's actually confusing enough that the game will be not selling well until people yeah, see Yeah, like, it only sell because of branding and not, like, you know, excitement. 
yeah, I think it would probably help if they put out a demo eventually. And I just want to see gameplay, like raw gameplay, so we can see yeah. the UI and everything. Yep. That's for me. I don't know. Like, there's really nothing remotely interesting for me either. Like, other than, you know, the games that you talked about earlier. Uh, I guess you can say the RPGs that were showed off in this were much, you know, a little more unique than the last. Like, the Dragon Quest one looks better than a regular Dragon Quest game. Because Dragon Quest Treasures was it called? Yeah, it's it kind of reminded me of like Xenoblade or or fi- like the modern Final Fantasy games in the sense that you're not like sitting there uh, wasting time with turn-based combat. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the other one uh, that Square Enix had. It was like Harvestella. I don't. Oh yeah, that one was very yeah. generic. Honestly. Yeah, it it was generic. Like they just they just kind of threw together an RPG, like a turn-based RPG, into a life simulator game and then like for both ends it's kind of generic uh and then uh, there was a rpg time the legend of rights um plain words but you know uh i don't know how the game's gonna work out uh it's it's definitely a different take on the rpg genre um i i'm not really interested in trying it out but like i want to see how it plays out because it seems really gimmicky, but at the same time, like they, they seem to have a system going with it. Yeah, I'm looking at the trailer right now for that one because it seems like a lot of this uh, kind of arts and crafts style is kind of popping up a lot. Because what two weeks ago there was that other one, I don't remember um, what it was the, called. I forgot but... the name of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure um, Tyler will be more interested in this, and he might yeah. tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and then the last RPG was uh, Live Alive, which Live Alive, or I don't remember. Uh, I think it's Live Alive. Live Alive, yeah. yeah. Live. Uh, two D H HD two D. You know, it's like Octopath and uh, Triangle Strategy. Uh, and Nintendo suddenly decided to shadow drop a Nintendo Treehouse uh, presentation right after the direct. No tweets, just no no announcements in the direct. Just a Nintendo Treehouse. Yeah, which is weird I don't know because why. Nintendo Treehouse is technically a part of the company where yeah. it's, it's a it's a department of the company where they got where people play games and test them. So yeah. what like, have they been is... doing this past how many years? I know, like <laughs> the last time we've seen them was what, like last two years ago with Pikmin three and Age of Calamity, and like they kind of just disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> like they went back to they sunk back into their treehouse and just just hibernated for an entire year. <laughs> I don't know, that was, that was very random. Uh, definitely scares me a bit how they're shadow dropping stuff. Um, I don't want to, like I mentioned this at the start of the episode, but uh, I definitely don't want to wake up to a Breath of the Wild 2 update trailer <laughs> and then have people ping like 20, 20 million messages to me or spoiling the entire thing. Like uh, that's not gonna be fun, but to be honest, I would rather I would rather have a shadow drop trailer than have to sit through let's say four hours of another live stream that probably doesn't have Nintendo stuff anyways. Yeah. So now that we had kind of a Nintendo Direct, not really, but yes, (laughs) Nintendo Direct. (laughs) E three, not E three. Yeah. Um, When do you think we'll get the next hint at a Nintendo Direct? 
Because I don't tent? think we eventually need one, but I think having one in the fall would be good. Uh, yeah, September sounds very viable because that's like Nintendo's kind of like pushed back all the release dates by, I guess, three months, maybe like a quarter year. Yeah. Uh, so I would have to assume that in that sense, they would also push back their main directs with uh, with that quarter year. So September sounds logical, like uh, in that sense, they'll be able to have enough time to, let's say, showcase maybe Breath of the Wild 2 or Bayonetta 3, um, you know, just so that the games, that both the games can actually get like a healthy amount of time between announcements and release. Yeah. Uh, but I, once again, I hope it's not, uh, you know, partner showcase, partner showcase, partner showcase, and then Shadow Drop trailer. Like, yeah. I, I really hope it's not that again, because I do not want to live again through uh, 2020. Uh, or, or should I say 2022? <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> the sequel. Like Electric Google. <laughs> <laughs> Now, based on uh, quarterly reports, having one at the end of June makes sense because yeah. that's going to be at the end of their quarter. Then they can talk about it more once the quarterly report for the second quarter comes out in about a month. And then having one in September, again, at the end of a quarter, that would be perfect timing. That just makes sense. Yeah. It's also do... usually their routine time to announce stuff anyways. Yeah. I do think we are going to get a Splatoon 3 Direct maybe a month or two before Splatoon 3 comes out. Because we know nothing about that game that's, like, brand new. Like, they haven't talked yep. about Salmon Run. They haven't talked about the single player much. Yeah. Um, they had, like, um, one match of, of, multi, of Turf War. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just hoping there's more freedom in it. So Yeah, me too. Like, easily. There's... How about just more stuff in general? Like, I kind of... Platoon 2 kind of just feels like it's just dull, or like there's just not enough of anything, really. Yeah. I just hope there's a lot more. Other than that, the the last half of the year is still decently stacked with uh, Pokemon. Yeah. Um, that's kind of it, though. You <laughs> might get another Pokemon Presents, I guess, if that's the case. Cause, oh, mean, yeah, like, we'll probably get another one of those. Like, the game looks finished, so they just need to really explain it to us. Yeah, and I'm assuming if we do get one in September, that will probably be the time where you're technically six months away from Breath of the Wild 2, and we'll probably get a name drop by then. Yep. <laughs> oh, you have, man. To, you have to release box art, which will have yeah. to announce the title, and you have to yep. um, you have to tell retailers all this information yep. a, a decent amount ahead of, of time. <laughs> yep. Otherwise, the launch will be painfully slow. <laughs> Unless we're just... The, unless they're, they're just going to delay uh, like two months more and they still technically call it spring. <laughs> what, May? <laughs> I will absolutely, I won't be disappointed, but like, that's close to, that's close to waiting. What, like, I, I don't want to say four years by then. Technically? A beefy four years, uh, six, well, six years, <laughs> more than six years. <laughs> yeah, technically. Like, that's almost the, that's, if that's the case, that's the almost the exact same time we've waited for. Breath of the Wild? No way, that's even longer, potentially. I don't yeah. know. Which definitely worries people because everybody thought, oh, it's going to be easy because they have the the same, uh, the same assets and the same assets the and the, the crap. What is it called? The engine. <laughs> yeah. Well, the same I'm engine. Just, 
have you seen the patents though i think we already talked about the patents but like that's true that's true sky combat like i could talk about this in a whole other episode but like there is just there's so much that they could, they're doing that i have a feeling it's probably worth the waiting it's just uh let's just hope it doesn't go any further than may 2023 i'm just praying yeah. and i won't i won't ever i won't ever make a prediction that it'll get delayed because i know <laughs> i know i know it'll get cursed i know it'll be i don't know i know it'll be a cursed prediction and it'll yeah then, then you'll have to go to court again yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us in discussing the nintendo direct mini partner showcase We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion, and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.